I want to talk to you a little bit about this article that I just saw <clears throat> came out a few days ago um, that I think is very relevant to what we've been talking about all quarter. And this is from a, a journal called The New Scientist. Um, and it's so interesting because it talks about something, but not in a very chiropractic sense, but I'm going to, as always, switch something to a more chiropractic sense. So it's called Unraveling the Secrets of the Vagus Nerve Will, Re Will Revolutionize Medicine. Vagus nerve stimulation is used to treat conditions ranging from inflammation to migraine. Mapping the nerve's complex structure of more than 160,000 fibers could usher in a new era of precision treatments. So what they're doing with the vagus nerve <clears throat> is these uh, people, I think they're at NYU. Let's see. I'm going to roll this thing down here. And uh, at the Feinstein Institute for Medical Research in New York, they are examining 30 vagus nerve samples to detail and map the 160,000 nerve fibers. And if you read the whole article, the whole article actually talks about their point is to develop more precision medicines to target certain fibers of the vagus nerve and also to, um, to try to do external vagus nerve stimulation so that you can stimulate certain parts of the vagus nerve with, with things that are kind of like muscle stimulator, like TENS units practically. Um, to, to, to turn the vagus nerve on more. I want to talk to you about something that I find is the most precise way to turn on the vagus nerve, and that's a chiropractic adjustment. You know, and, and it's amazing to me to think how everything we're seeing in science now is how to develop a drug to turn something on or turn something off when with chiropractic care, we can turn, help turn on the vagus nerve by actually touching it, right? Instead of actually having a drug that's gonna somehow mess with the vagus nerve, we're going to actually work on the vagus nerve directly. And the way we're gonna do that is through our adjustments, which we've already talked about all quarter long, any, crane, any um, upper cervical adjustment, any C1 adjustment is gonna affect the vagus nerve because the vagus nerve runs right down there. Number one, and number two is all our cranial adjusting, right? Especially if you're working on the, the temporal bone, is going to affect the, the, the vagus nerve. And how important is this? And what it was amazing is they're talking about in this thing conditions ranging from inflammation, right? It says governs inflammation, the immune response that runs rampant in conditions ranging from heart disease to Parkinson's. Yes, I agree that we, we want to, like, inflammation has become like this buzzword in modern medicine now. And they're developing all kinds of drugs and all kinds of way, ways to reduce inflammation. But like, isn't, and, and that might be very important, but isn't the most important thing really, at least in pediatrics, is not to, to change how inflammation is occurring, but change how the nerve is working itself. Like if the vagus, here's my thought process, and maybe I'm totally wrong, but if the vagus nerve isn't working very good, and you, give, you make a drug force the vagus nerve to work good, What's really going to happen in the long run, right? And that's what, I, that's what I keep on thinking about, is in the long run, if you, if you take a nerve that isn't working good and you try to make it, just like taking it, a Tylenol, what does Tylenol do? Tylenol doesn't make the pain go away. Tylenol deadens the brain. So you can't sense the pain, right? It doesn't actually make the pain go away. It doesn't actually work at the, the site of pain. So why don't we just work on the vagus nerve directly? And to me, the vagus nerve is probably the single most important nerve 
that I have ever learned about. And I didn't really understand how important it was until I was able to start reading the book like the polyvagal theory. How many of you guys have heard about the polyvagal theory? Oh, really? Oh, well, all right. Let me show you this here. Polyvagal. So if you don't know this book, The Polyvagal Theory by Dr. Stephen Porges, it's got to be on your to-do list to read. It absolutely, positively must be on your to-do list to read. Um, and he's got several books uh, that have come out and a bazillion articles, including one that just came out recently. If you want to look it up, it's called, here, I'll, I'll show it to you. It's called The Vagal Paradox. This article just came out a couple weeks ago, The Vagal Paradox of Polyvagal Solution. Uh, oh, it's actually pre-publishing. It says November 2023, so you're getting a pre-publishing. Um, I happen to get an email uh, um, on it. There's nothing to me more important if, when we're dealing with pediatrics than the vagus nerve. Because what the vagus nerve does is the vagus nerve is controlling social and emotional regulation. So we all know that the vagus nerve has so much control over digestion and it's the rest of the digest thing and it talks about the immune system and all those kind of things and the heart and the lungs, we all know that. But actually our face, so much of our face and our eyes and our ears are controlled by the vagus nerve. So if you have a kid on the spectrum who doesn't look you in the eyes and doesn't hear you when you call his name and doesn't respond with a, a full face smile when you smile at him, but when you start adjusting them, that changes, it's because you're affecting the vagus nerve. And that's how important this vagus nerve is. So we, it has been downplayed over the years as just the other part of the parasympathetic nerve system, but there's really so much more to it. And that's what I think is like a big thing that's missing in so much medical and chiropractic education is we don't really we don't really know what we don't know we claim we know everything we claim we've got all the answers but every year we're coming up with new things so like how many cranial nerves are there how many have you been taught there are 12 there's 14 there's 14 cranial nerves there's two cranial nerves that they've recently discovered that they're now looking at we don't know everything Right? The vagus nerve. We just think that we used to think that the autonomic nerve system is rest, digest for the vagus nerve or fight, flight for the sympathetic you know, nerves. That's not how it works. Because now they've found recently, and that's what they're probably doing with all these dissections, they found recently that there's a dorsal vagus and a ventral vagus. The dorsal vagus is the part that's rest and digest. It's the ventral vagus that controls <clears throat> someone's social and emotional regulation through their eyes through their ears and through their mouth and through their throat. So these kind of things are the kind of things that, like for years, everybody's been thinking that the autonomic nerve system is this balance, but it's really not. It's really like a ladder. So we have the dorsal vagus, which is on the bottom rung of the ladder, the sympathetic nerve system, which is the middle of the ladder, and then the ventral vagus was on the top of the ladder, and that's social engagement. So when we see a child or an adult <clears throat> or an older kid like we just did a re-exam recently on a kid who was totally not engaged, right? Was wholly not engaged, completely 
completely unsocial. And it's, well, I take a picture, and I suggest you guys do this. I take, you take a picture of every one of your kids at the first adjustment, and you compare it to the picture at their first re-exam. And usually there's a marked change in what these people look like, how and not just how they're acting, and not just what you're seeing on the exam, but in their face. Their face changes because they go from not engaged to engaged. And that's vagus nerve. And that's what we have to really understand is the power of the vagus nerve. Why it's so important to do. And you're saying, well, the cranial work that we did, we didn't do any adjusting. And that's because an adjustment doesn't have to be a thrust. An adjustment has to be something where we are not, I don't know what that noise is. An adjustment has to be something where we are affecting that nerve in some way. So whether you're using a tonal-based work like we taught you guys, or you're using an activator, or you're using Gonstead, or whatever adjustment, we have to reach this vagus nerve. Because imagine if, if, if that is true, that the vagus nerve has this ventral vagus that creates social engagement, imagine what we can do with so many of these kids on the spectrum who are not socially engaged. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to take these kids from being completely antisocial to being like the most social popular, you know, person on the, in the class, but to take that person from someone who doesn't look you in the eye <clears throat> and hardly interacts with you, and now you have a person who is fully, full-on interactive, <clears throat> that's a huge difference. You know, we had another mom recently tell me <clears throat> that one of the, the most important things that's happened with their kid on the spectrum is now the child gives them hugs, who has never been hugged, and here's a five-year-old kid who's never hugged their mom or dad before, and now the child regularly gives them hugs. And when, when I'm adjust this kid, I was adjusting him last night. When I adjust this kid, he's kissing mom or kissing dad as he's getting adjusted. You know, as mom or dad is getting adjusted, he's kissing them. Affection that never occurred before because the vagus nerve has been turned on. So <clears throat> when you guys uh, you know, are, are thinking about the nerve system, I want you to understand that we don't know what we don't know about the nerve system. We, don't, we think that we know nerve system transmission and it's the ion, you know, calcium, magnesium exchange, and we think we have all the plus and minus ions and that's how it works. It's probably a lot deeper than that, that we'll, and we have no idea. We just don't have the technology to figure it out yet. But people like Dr. Stephen Porges, who wrote this article and wrote this book here, they're the ones on the forefront who are saying there's more to it. There's more to our nerve system than we know, and the nerve system is being the most powerful system in the body, if we only know a third of how the nervous system really works, then wouldn't it be amazing if we can, that, that we're, our chiropractic brand is something that taps into that nerve system. 